What's up, tacos for everybody? Last Tuesday of the year, baby. Finish the show with MLB. Absolutely freaking anywhere. Colter Pen HQ. Mr. Cooper on the ones and twos, best damn producer in the game, and a big man. Your favorite host's favorite host. Your favorite better's favorite better. Your favorite analyst's favorite analyst. The big man with the big mouth and the big apple. Big Johnny Stud coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York. As always, coming out the chair as always. Coming out the chair as always. We told you day one. We'll be shot out of a cannon at the end of September. And I know there were people going, where did you find this guy? There is no way you could keep it up. So six gear, grab the spear, grab the shield. Jump into the phalanx when you hang with us here at 300. We may not be huge, but we're freaking fierce. We are fierce, baby. That's right. Walk into the tunnel, over to the pit, and in you go. Where we give to the bookies nothing, but we take from them everything. Let's go, creating the culture of fishermen. Man, what a wonderful... I had such a great time with everybody here. Jay made like a friend for life. Brian E. Brian Rose, we see you. We love you, man. Thank you, everybody, jumping in. All right, let's get into the games. We have a lot of work to do. I feel like I'm going to be begging you for an extra five. Jay, please remember to give myself a break. Halfway through this thing, let's do it. Man, it's the Reds on the road, plus 100. Hunter Green on the bump. Luke Giolito looking good, reborn for the Guardians. Right? I, you know, gosh, I, we really can't do too many, like, spinoffs. But one of the one of the things we want to keep with us, BGC, I see you, good morning. One of the things we want to keep with us always, when it comes to betting, when it comes to pitching, fantasy, all this stuff, there are certain organizations that maximize what these pitchers can do, okay? And even, yeah, like the, like the Dodgers didn't fix the word. Nobody did. Some guys are broken. But there are organizations where they get their hands on talent and they maximize it. Maybe we should have seen the comment anyway. G. Luto's been a lot better. Hunter Green's been injured all year. We loved him. His fastball is pure sex. He was kind of banged up, right? You go after we we go after these guys coming off the IL, and now like he's really good. You got to be careful with all the stats. Although Green's expected stuff really good. Four two four ERA, one thirty five WHIP, but all the expected stuff at three seven or below. Three six expected ERA, three six nine Sierra. If you want to follow along with all these nerdy stats, they're available for free right now. If it's free, it's for me, USA, USA, and also Canada. On Twitter, at John Legaza, we'll take you right to that stuff. Brian David, how many, all the, just all the Bryans. You know, it's really funny, in real life, um, one of my very best friends is named Brian as well, which is kind of hilarious when you think about it. So, Brian, Brian, doctor, doctor. Welcome aboard, everybody. All right, so what's Green and Giolito, two kind of interesting stories, right? But Green's got the big strikeout rate. All the swing and miss stuff, I'm telling you, that fastball with all the diagnostic stuff is just pure sex. 286 expect the Woba for green on the season, even with all the kind of wacky statistics that come with it. Gio's just been good. He's been also excellent at home all season, even pitching for different teams. The ERA is elevated last 30 days for Gio, but all the indicators at three and a half and below, like he's been. Pretty good. You know, the uh, the walks and the control, getting those whips, 129% whiff rate. For Geo, I kind of leave in this one. I have it as a cross out. The play that I wanted was F5U 
algo in agreement. I think it went to four. Oh, look at this. Jason's inventive. Oh, how smart are you? I couldn't find it on the books that I have. So I don't post stuff I can't find myself for subs and go live on. I happen to be honest. But if you got multiple four fives, those are like legit. You can bet PP. Like you can, you got that. Four or five FanDuel. I can't for me. I did not look at FanDuel. I am so dumb sometimes. For a really smart guy, really dumb, or for a really dumb guy, really smart. But anyway, I'm somewhere in that middle hole, like I think. Yeah, let's go under four and a half. I kind of like that one because that's the thing. Both of these offense really struggling. Also terrible against Ryby. Terrible. Two of the worst righty hitting teams. And again, we're only looking for 15 outs on both sides. We're not looking to attach ourselves to the bullpen. Cleveland offense kind of wonky all year. The discipline stuff is good. But also both of these teams bottom five in hard hit rate on both accounts. Bottom five in expected woman versus righties last 30. Also, quick note for the people that have been following along all year. Don, PLA, what's going on, man? You like under eight and a half in the San Diego game. We will get there. Brian David. How many plays do I play a day? It really depends. Right now, uh, if you're looking at the betting stuff, it's it's just a handful. Today, I actually just put out the daily dime bait parlay. When the when we're mid season and rocking and rolling, I probably have like you know it's a lot sometimes because sometimes it's like six on a main ticket, right? And then I was doing under props for strikeouts and stuff. For me, this is the one lesson we will do today, Jay. I promise I get back on the track. Is it's not about how many plays a day, it's about how much you're risking per day right so if i have one bet and bet a hundred dollars and you have a hundred bets and you bet a dollar a piece we're both risking a hundred where you get into trouble is if the hundred dollar better starts betting hundreds right when they're not supposed to so i coming from a trading background i like to set my daily allotted risk first and then i just kind of let it rip and that's why i don't necessarily I'm not saying I don't care. People kind of get, I'm saying, people get mad at me sometimes because when I go through losing streaks, like I really don't, like I don't care. You're going to lose. It's just how you handle it. Did you wake up the next day and do really good work? You know, I've actually found some of my best winning streaks on after like the, the pit of despair. You know, so that's what these games are. Anyway, let's get back into it. That's what it's all about. Jay Shank says, F the odds maker sleeping on it. Yep. Well, we ain't no mattress. Don't sleep on us, baby. So, Jay, let's get the under four and a half for the F5. We'll move it on. I think I like that one a lot. Next up, this is one of the parlays that I have. One of the pieces of parlays, what I mean. So, Jay, put it on to the side, and when we get to the end, we'll do the whole thing together. Let's let's run the same one. This is a bunch of money lines I like. Again, down the stretch, I man, I had a much better season for subs than we did on the show here. Um, we kind of built this boat in the middle of the ocean, and I have some cool ideas for next season. I'd like to tie the show to the model. Maybe we could play every game on the slate but like for a buck you know what i mean and really track our ability to kind of go after this stuff which is you know that's a little more on the nose oh jason we crept into the green go get up see look at that and and yeah, whatever i don't want to spin into it but uh, look at that i really you know that's good stuff and i kind of i guess it shows right with hard work and with process and stuff eventually the odds are going to come in you they're going to fall in your favor so we got josiah gray who i do like but we kind of we've mentioned the struggles you know the four ERA, but the one five whip and the five expected plus the five Sierra, right? One of those things on the way out the door, everybody. When we hit those things that I want to stick, that's one of the things that you want to stick, right? There's a jillion baseball stats, and you could get them from me. But you're looking to attack a pitcher, ignore his ERA, ignore pretty much everything. When Sierra and expected ERA are in agreement over five, that's a guy you just go after, right? 11 and a half walk, and then you can get all the fun stuff. 39 ball validated, 59 first strike validated. 
41 fly ball, 10% barrel. That's all the stuff that's going to get you in trouble. 336 expected Woba on the season for Gray. Yeah, he's been a lot better on the road, but even then, the extra, so you regress the home runs, and it is at five. Kyle Horse Bradish on the bump for the Blackbirds at Orange Vest. He's been awesome. If you were attached to my fantasy stuff at all, anywhere I was talking about, Kyle Bradish all season. Again, I can't wait to put that content on. I love I love doing that. I think it's really worked. I, Jay, we have to talk about that. I really think it worked. It's weird. There's so many betters that say you don't have to watch it or don't have to understand it. Man, I feel like my deep understanding of it helps me not only explain it, but kind of avoid pitfalls and be successful. I mean, I have like, gosh, I have back-to-back-to-back-to-back successful years in public. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Anyway, I really like Bradish. I especially like these Baltimore pitchers at home. He's been awesome. 592 OPS, 2.5 ERA, three-quarters of a home and nine for Bradish at the crib this year. Again, that's where, that's where you want to be. Baltimore offense significantly better than Washington. You know, right now, Baltimore struggling to touch. I still like a pound for pound no matter what. And I meant to mention before what the data is. If you look at the team stuff, somebody mentioned to me, and that's why I love feedback. I had... You know, I, I referenced last two weeks, 500 plate appearances a long time. I think it's an important piece. I also have it next to year-to-date to kind of compare. But really, at the point where that's, it's very hard to move that stuff. So somebody asked me to just put second half, so that's what's up now. It's, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Next time, we'll, like, when, when we hit August, or like mid-August or September, you probably just want second half. Because that's like a 2,500 plate appearance sample. So if you're up looking at the sheet, it's 2,500 and 500 plate appearances, roughly. You know what I mean? Baltimore, I just think they're better. They've been striking out a bit, but that's not Gray's game. They've been barreling the ball, and they've really hit righty. So you got to give me Baltimore. Plus, we have the edge again The bullpen stuff. Washington's bullpen is one of the worst of the season. And they're middling right now, but I think they're getting away with it for ERA. But it's 86 zone contact, 41 hard hit, 9% barrel, one and a half homer nine. It's not really sustainable. Where I like the Baltimore... Bullpen, I was looking into this too before I leaned about was full day, full day of rest, and I think that's going to be a big one. They really were kind of stressed. A lot of high-stress, high-leverage games. Baltimore is in the thick of it right now. I'm going to have that up. I had to look at it. I can't even keep up. It's so close right now. This last week's going to be awesome. I'm hanging on by my freaking by a hair, my fantasy league to get into the main event. We'll see if I can luck out and do it. But Baltimore is the division leader, but with 97 games, Tampa at 95, you know, right there is it's close as can be. So I like Baltimore over it. Let's move it up. I gotta hurry man. This one is a cross out for me because of the price. Zach Granke on the bump for the Royals, plus 140 dog against Reese's Pieces Olsen and the Tigres from Motor City. I've liked Olsen. He's been good. We have supported him through the year. He's disappointed us a couple times. But he's pitching to a 90% zone contact. And that's kind of potent sometimes. You know, like that's he has a 249 Babbitt, which has been, you know, really helpful. He's keeping the ball down. 42% ground ball rate. But the misses have gotten punished. 10% barrel, 392 expected Woba on contact. Part the back, like, again, do I think the Tigers win? Yeah, I think the Tigers win. Do I like Olsen over Granky? Yeah, I like Olsen over Granky. But the Royals are hitting, and the Tigers are not. And you can see where this one get away from it. Again, the Royals doing what they do. Again, maybe they listen to the show. Maybe we have some front office people here. Teams like the Royals, when you're not very good, 
when you get on, you need to steal in this environment. Royals taking advantage of that. 21 steals, last 500 PAs. How you do it? Combined with a 256 average. They're not chasing. They're putting the ball in the air. Hitting it hard. You know, average team right now. Detroit kind of in the tank, right? They lost Riley Green and they went in the really kind of circle in the drain. 227 team batting average, 675 team OPS. But that K rate that we were highlighting early in the year is back. 26% K rate as a team. 36 hard hit, 296 wall, but really the discipline really started to manifest, right, in some poor production. So I, I do not back the Tigers at minus 165. Hopefully that's some of what you get here also is, right, no bet, better than a bad bet. Don't bet on the Tigers today. Maybe that one's uh, over. Even Detroit's bullpen has been pretty good. Again, I think they win it three. Sierra won whip last 58 innings. But I, 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 like I said, I just can't get with the juice. That's too juiced up. Next up, the New York Yankees. They look like an actual baseball team again. Michael King on the bump. Again, if you were rolling my fantasy stuff, that was one of our nice ads down the stretch. King's been damn good. 2-6 ERA, one twelve whip. They stretch him into a starter, and now you're getting this, these monster K numbers, 31K to only 7 walk, but across, you know, 5 and 6 innings. 33 and a half CSW, 30% whiff. All legit, you know, 66 first strike, getting ahead, winning in the zone, suppressing hard contact, 30% hard hit rate, less than three quarters of a homer nine, and just unhittable on the road. 200 batting average, 544 OPS with a two ERA. This is Michael King on the road. Against Kevin Gaussman and the Blue Jays. Blue Jays also right in the thick of it. They're at 87, so they are out of the division. But they do have the second wild card spot. So keep that in mind. Right when we're the bet little betting I'm gonna do, I want to be betting on competitive teams unless I think I have a sick edge. So you know, Toronto highly competitive. Yankees not, but you can't count them out because of it's a lot of youngsters. Like they're playing and they're playing for the Yankees. They are gonna be playing, you know. So this one again is a struggle for me to get to the price. Yankees offense has been better than the Blue Jays. I mean, I feel like anytime I say the Yankees are doing something good, when we all know they stink, that I sound like a homer. But right now, at least they've been okay. They strike out way too much. And Gaussman's rocking the 30% K as well. So you got to think like Yankees, you know, Gaussman strikeout props is what I mean. But they are taking walks 11% of the time. 28% chase to go with it, meaning what? They're working pitchers. But they're a ground ball machine and really not very good against righties. Toronto, though, the bottom's falling out on offense. I don't know what's going on. 211 team batting average, a 651 OPS, 45% ground ball, sub 6% barrel. Across 500 PAs for a team that we thought was going to, like, I mean, even if not the best, you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the Braves, but we thought we were getting Dodgers, Braves, Astros, Blue Jays. I mean, right? You know. Again, big Yankee fan here, but I'm just, you know, being objective. Blue Jay bullpen's been very good, though. Last 45 innings, 3-6 Sierra, 29% K, 80 zone contact. So a lot of winning stats there. Yankees bullpen hasn't been good since they pulled King. But they're still pretty good. So I probably like the Blue Jays to win this one. It's a little too close 
for comfort. I actually have the Yankees by a smidge, believe it or not. I have Yankees at five and Yankees by a smidge. Probably because of those terrible offensive stats from the Blue Jays. But I don't think I really want to go there. But maybe I should ask, what does the F5 look like for the Yankees? Getting King with the run. If we're at, let's say, minus 105, I think is good. Minus 110, I'm like, eh, outside of that, I'll probably just let it go. But Yankees' first five getting the run. Jay, I'm going to move on. So if it's minus 110, hit it. And anything worse, just leave it. And we'll call it a day. Yeah, I don't want to stretch to the full game. I want to get in and out with King. Because I, 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 I don't know. I just don't want to give him the at-bats. I think he, I think, yeah. I, I don't think Gaussman's going to give up any runs. So I think we got to get this like 1-1 one, one or 0-0. Zero, zero. No, it's a little too juiced up for me. See, I don't like the disparity there. Oh, I, I see a, I see a, a 110 or two, but yeah, I guess they're legit. I guess we can go there. I don't know. Do you feel bad betting against the Jays? If you feel bad betting against the Jays, then don't do it. I'm going to move it on. But yeah, I do like, I do really like King. And I like Gaussman too. I mean, I don't mean to, I'm not trying to, we're not trying to dogpile Kevin Gaussman. I just think the pricing for that offense is, re- is really brutal. Like, I just, it's really brutal. The Blue Jays offense is more of a, it's like an idea right now, right? It's like a, you know, it's like a, it's a thought, it's a narrative more than reality, I think. Next up, there's another one that goes right into the bin. Let's not bury the lead. Zach Eflin on the bump for the flat fish from Florida. Those pesky rays going to the northeast quadrant of the United States of America to face some red laundry. Tanner Halk on the bump for the red Sockers. Plus 115 dogs at home. You know, I, I like Halk, and I don't want to dogpile him, but he kind of fits. He's a perfect example of the workload project, guys. What I mean are pitchers that were not these kind of refined long-term starters with built-up track records. And the Red Sox, I disagreed when they were doing it in the first place. They jerked him around. He's relieving. He was long relieving. He wasn't. This is what you get. Because now when you try and kind of lean on him, Boston's out of it. But now that they're trying to lean on him to go every five days, it's kind of falling apart. It's a shame because I think Hauk is a really good pitcher. And I think if you play deep fantasy leagues, you want to keep an eye on him. And again, for our betting, right? You just keep the good names in mind. He's got some really good stuff. It's just kind of, it's falling apart as the season's gone on. The K rate now down below 22, the walk rate at 9. There's still some nice stuff, 29% K, 52 ground ball. These are, right, that's a good combination. If you get that kind of whiff and keep the ball down like that, like, we can work with that. He really hasn't had an answer for lefties, so cue up all the raised lefties today. And he's really kind of stunk at home, 5 ERA now at home. All the indicators and stuff last 40 days are not getting away from him, and all of his plus metrics on the Saris model are getting down below 100. So you kind of pile on how Eflin's just been awesome. He was really good with the Phillies. We should have known again, he went to the Rays, running team now. Going to teams that are good at maximizing pitching outputs, and what do you get? Maximized pitching outputs. Holy cow, that's crazy. Holy cow. 3 4 ERA, one flat whip for Eflin, 637 OPS. All the indicators at like 3-3 or below. 26.5K to only 3.5 walk. That's a 23K minus BB if you're keeping score out there. 30 CSW, 31 ball, 37 O swing with a 50 ground ball rate. I mean, boom, 34 hard hit, sub 1 homer 9, 264 expected Woba on the season. Zach Eflin looking like a boss out there. So He is so good. He is so good. Red Sox offense bottom falling out. 300 team OBP, 646 team OPS. 25K to sub-9 walk. 
14 crown ball double plays last 500 plate appearances oh my gosh awful awful 72 wrc plus for the red sox bottom five expected woba versus righties last 30 tampa bay flip side not not great ground ball machine also but some average because they're pulling the ball hitting it hard right we spoke about that again that was at the center of a lot of my fantasy analysis one of the things i thought we could dig up try to get around hulking power right we all know Aaron judge is going to hit home runs we all know jordan alvarez is going to hit home runs like you're not nice but who else is going to hit him right where else does the power come from where else does it come from so it comes from elevating pulled batted ball events right pulled fly ball line drops okay so i'll be highlighting that running those percentages specifically going into next season i'll have all types of new metrics and we're going to mop the floor with everybody again so get ready give me the raise in the bin jay although gosh you see i my my yellow belly is showing right now my big yellow belly because it's minus 125 we probably should not be following it but we're gonna because again if it's good for the goose good for the gander i got to be consistent in this world if anything but i also have to be true and transparent like you're generally not probably minus 125 i just don't want to i didn't want to lay unit point two unit point two i don't want to lay it i don't want to lay it i don't want to lay it the sub side is up over 18 units if it gets to 15 i'm out i'm out even 16 i'm not going below 15. so i'll finish out the week you know that's how i turned into internet parlay guy <laughs> let's see if i become famous <laughs> next up braxton garrett next one go right in the bin i gotta hurry up jay braxton garrett and the marlins on the bump also another one of our guys another one of our guys no joke our guys braxton garrett minus 125 against joey lucchese all right lucchese this is the ultimate regression candidate so let's do braxton garrett first quickly what you see is what you get three five era 114 whip but he's very very good three five sierra four percent walk 30 csw 67 first strike 34 o swing what do those other things take with you the bully metric and first strike to chase rate if they're over 100 you got yourself a bully he gets on the bump he gets ahead and he makes you chase his garbage braxton garrett very very good <laughs> very 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 good joey lucchese the ultimate negative regression candidate right now a 288 era but 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 five and a quarter k walk era five and a half expected era five sierra that's a 17k to nine percent walk i mean this is really ugly 38 percent ball rate 16 and a half whiff and this is that's absurd he's getting by the 49 percent ground ball rate and a 277 babbit we ain't buying it yo ain't buying it at all 330 era at home don't care i see a 565 xfip 142 era last 40 days i don't care i see a 514 sierra 512 xfip so give me the marlins against the mets the mets have just crushed my soul all year however mets bottom three expected wolver versus lefties last 30 marlins actually hitting right now 218 batting average 815 ops and 120 wrc plus give us the marlins stick that one into the bin that would be another one if if you're still betting seriously don't do what i'm doing you bet big bet the ball straight and you bet that one straight if the other two are juiced those are a good pair like you should continue to be smart i'm not saying i'm not yeah i'm not i'm just being cowardly okay so let's not separate the two things Jaybird did such a good job showing people in real time what it means to shop around those lines man telling you yo telling you means so much 
that you got to get the best price, right? Same ticket. I'm sorry, I stole. You're, you're going to same tickets, different prices, different results. Jay, tell them all about it, baby. For sure, John, I got you here. Uh, the easiest way to improve as a sports better, we feel, is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp. Uh, Betstamp simply compares odds across every sports book, including games, player props, and future. Save time and money by downloading the app today. Uh, if you want to support the show, head over to betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Uh, and if you're looking to sign up through more for more sports books, if you sign up through that page, it helps support the show. Now back to John. Talking to myself. <laughs> you know what's really funny? The thing that I said, maybe I didn't want to say on camera. Maybe that's what it was. I got somebody looking out for me, man. Last couple of days, I've been Mr. Magooing my way into a little bit of success. Thank you so much, Jay. We love you, man. All right, let's get back into it. Yeah, I, I, I'm now muting myself because you don't want to hear what's going on, man. Next up, Chicago Cubbies and Justin Steele. Plus 125 dogs. You're like, what? Justin Steele is a dog? Yes. It must be the Braves to head down to the Dirty Dirty to face Bryce the Elder. I mean, gosh, if you're ever going to bet against the Braves, this is it, baby, right? Steele has been excellent, flat-out excellent. Though a couple of dings lately, the ERA, a 3-117 whip. But even I think even the last 40 numbers are still strong. Yeah, 364 ERA last 30. Like, that's when he's been bad. 2-3 XFIP, 2-9 Sierra. You know, half a home run on in the season. He's been so good. He's been so good. One of my bigger misses on the season, right? You know, and it wasn't like, oh, I, not, I didn't miss, like, L incoming. I didn't miss, like, I didn't know who he was. No, I missed, like, I didn't think he was going to be able to take the next step. I specifically remember doing analysis on Steel, And, you know, he's, I, I'm curious to look back now. But he was one of the few pitchers that didn't pass the stiff test on the fastball. RE colon diagnostics, you know. It, it wasn't all there. Like, I just wasn't buying usage plus shape plus velo, you know, all the stuff I really love getting into the granular stuff in the offseason. I'm going to take a day or two every week after baseball ends and, like, I'm going to mash baseball. I'm going to be my piece de resistance is coming. So it's hard not to, like, steal over Elder again. We've been smashing Elder. We've really been smashing him. Because he's, I mean, his ERA is at 3-6, but like, it was, he was one of those guys, they get regression guys. We called out, now the K-Walk ERA and the Sierra both north of five last 40 days, Elder. Not say he's not very good. I, I, it's like he's not good. He's just pitching so far of his head because it's, it's big time contact. You get the big round balls, but you're not going to survive in a bad bit forever, in particular when you get up against, you know, good hitters. Chicago Cubs right now, they are, they're our, like, uh, they have the sickest sign wave chart of anybody, right? We were we were literally just talking about the Cubs as that team that was like a top five offense from five hundred plate appearance. Then they poof. This period is all blue. Again, if you know, you know. I'm referring to those sheets. I keep talking about go check them out. If you're betting seriously at all. Oh, I don't even mean money wise. I mean like seriously, like you bet at all, even with a dollar at a time. I, I wanted I'll do like a I, I mean, it's free right now, but I would put 
my stuff up for a money back guarantee, you know, right out of my own pocket. Like, if not satisfied with the data end. And you want to see this stuff, you want to see it formatted, you want to see the different time frames all at once. It's a ton of information to digest, you want to do it all at once. So Chicago back to that kind of level again. Regis, 272 team BA, 830 team OPS. Why? The disciplinary stuff. Immediately they change on a dime. 17 and a half K to 11 walk. They have a six and a half K minus BB as a team for 500 plate appearances. 87 zone contact, 44 pull. 9% barrel, 356 Woba. That's what you get. Oh, they're probably in trouble. Um, Braves offense. Get your pens and pads out. Very, very good. Very good. They also smash lefties. So if you told me you liked the price on steel, like getting the run, I'd probably see you there. I would say, though, the one kind of chink in the armor for the Braves right now, bullpen's off the rails. So I would look to go for the full game. Jay, what's about a full game run line? What's that look like? Because if steel is sharp, we're going to get distance. And again, the Cubs are hitting. And I, I, ah, me and my big mouth too. It's just too expensive. This is actually a good bid. This is like a proper parlay play. But I'm not going to go out of my way to face the Braves. That's like a no-no. Let's not do that. Right. I thought we were getting a premium price to get a run. It's not the case. That one's juiced up. Again, the book's starting to get hit. Braves bullpen. 7.4 ERA last 49 innings. 285 batting average allowed, 2.2 homer nine. Yeah, it's run. It's a drag. All right, next up. We got to hurry, man. I'm always hurrying. I like the white rabbit around here. I should have just pre, you know, asked for the five minutes to go. Next up, it's the pirate. Yar. Paulie Blackburn, the pirate. Yar. And the elephants bouncing on beach balls, those Oakland Athletics on the road against the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins are your Central Division champions. That's locked up. They have 83 wins. The Blue Jays are four games better. Houston is three games better. Seattle is one game better. The Yankees are just four games worse. They're locked up. With the balanced schedule, I think divisions are stupid. Or at least to grade them for the playoffs. Mention a chef and his name by name, and he shall appear. Player props about what's going on. Our boy Justin. Yo, man, right? It's a long season, but you're a goat, man. Grabbing the spear, grabbing the shield, hopping to the phalanx, man. Where we give the books nothing and take from them everything here. I call to the pen. Rate, review, and subscribe. Make sure you're checking out my boy, Justin Player Props Avant, on Twitter. Make sure you're checking out him and Monitor Football. Their stuff is sharp. Again, we don't just talk it, we live it around here, right? We get in with Finn around here. That's for damn sure. I look to elevate. I don't put people down to bring myself up. If I'm going to make it, it's because I'm the damn goat. That's how I want to get there. Not that I had to cut throats. Oh, oh, it didn't know it. Pulling Blackburn on a bump against Bailey Ober. I didn't have a price here. Again, there were so many games. No, man, we appreciate you. You're part of what we're building. You know, you're a part of this, so thank you, man. Spending your time to roll with us, helping to validate the stuff we do here. People know you're sharp. You're an ingrained part of the gambling community. People know you're the real, right? You're a real one. You're a real one, and we appreciate you. We see you. 
It's a way of water around here. <laughs> yeah, got to be on the MLB grind. But if you notice, I was talking about how much of a coward I've been. I have, and a lot of people do. I've kind of scaled down the place. Jade, we're going to be here for all day. I'm sorry. So I didn't have this one listed. I'm skipping it. You got to like Ober to win and the Twins to win. Ober, who's not only very good, is kind of pitching for a spot here. You know, they've gone up and down with him. They pitch Keigel. So you got to like Ober by a mile. This one is the three-phase edge. You know, all the Oakland offense is kind of stunk and Minnesota's hitting. We know the Oakland bullpen kind of stinks. Minnesota's good. So this one is easy as Capizzi. But again, I didn't even have any prices. Oh, let's go. NFL, let's go. Next up, got to fly through these. Zach Davies, this is another bin piece. I think this is the final one on the bump. Though he struggled, man. Maybe pull the brakes, Jenny. I was just attacking Urania. But I can't believe the White Sox are still rolling out there. But, man, I'm man alive. I am real. I must have relied on some algo love. Because I am scared to death. I am scared to death of this one. I'm really having a again. I'm having a hard time. Dave's been terrible. Six eight ERA, one six whip. Jade, don't 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 put this. Um, I know there's like a fifty percent chance of a right. It's a binary outcome on a money line, but I don't want to do it. Pull the brakes. I'm gonna. I'd rather apologize to people for losing in respect. I didn't realize how bad Dave's been. Just awful. Road splits are terrible. I guess list thirty. All the underpinning stuff is like average. You know when he hasn't given up home runs. He's keeping the ball down. So there's like a couple of bright spots, but man, it's been a really rough go. Arania, I think, was the attack spot here. 5-5 five, five Sierra, 7-3 ERA, 1-7 whip. But like I'm saying, I'm not, it's not to make Davies look any better. But the power bin is much worse for Arania. See, this is where they absolutely separate. 42 hard hit, 12 barrel, 8.5 blast. That's 3 homer 9 and a 365 expected Woba for Urania. Then I think we have a pretty, yeah, we're pretty much outgunned. The White Sox outgunned on offense. That offense is a is a joke right now. 283 team OBP. Yeah, I thought I was going to say average. 636 OPS. 6% walks. I don't think walks. 26% hard hit. 72 WRC plus. They're on the struggle bus. Arizona, not far behind them, but the disciplinary stuff is good. The average is good, and they're stealing bases, right? We've mentioned this. 88 zone contact, 90% K. 250 average and 12 steals. That's how Arizona has been buttering their bread. And then we have a huge kind of edge in the bullpen. This has got to be the algo thing. I probably would have known. I, again, you know, not rushing. It's a full slave in. Hard work. White Sox, 7.3 ERA, 5.12 Sierra, last 42 innings. Arizona, 2.8 ERA, last 44 innings. So for those of you that tailed, I, I, bet, I bet this one myself. You know, I got skin on these, yo. So we'll be praying Arizona is going to get it done late and that the White Sox are in fully fold mode. But, man, I do not feel good about that one. I really – honesty is what it is. Best policy, hopefully. Next up, cross-off game for me. In the words of my boy Justin, Zach Thompson on the bump for the Cardinals plus 145. Dog on the road against Adrian House Music minus 150 for the beer makers. I mean, this is like just the guy central right here. Though I do like the strikeout stuff from – Thompson, he's got some some wicked, like swing and miss scheme, but he doesn't have the control of the whack. He falls behind too many players. I cannot have Thompson at all. Hauser is a guy I'm always waiting for things to implode on. They never seem to. Indicators kind of agree because he does all the control stuff. You know, forty-seven ground ball, seven percent walk, 
right? Control plus ground balls are always going to be like an indicator's best friend. I'm never buying what Hauser is selling. But the Brewer offense has kind of picked up as of late. We mentioned at this point in basket, it kind of portended the offense. They have 30 doubles in the last 50 plate appearances. Wow. Really looking good. But the disciplinary stuff really strong. Hard hit rates tick down, but they're getting it done. St. Louis offense in the tank right now. 72 d- team WRC+. plus. I mean, just bottom tier offense. 208 team batting average. 614 OPS with a 52% ground ball rate for the Cardinals. Yikes. Brutal. I've got the Brewers winning this one, but I wouldn't bet on Hauser with your money. I'm moving it up. We just may finish this one on some kind of regular time. This is another one cross-off game for me. It's just too expensive. Who do we say that from before? Darn. Um, ah, shoot. Ah, I lost my train of thought. There was somebody that we we liked. Like, there were a time and a place to bet on the chalk. And I think that's the lesson. That's the thing that matters. Cody Bradford on the bump for the Rangers. This one might not even be listed. He's just what I guessed for probables. Against Reed Detris, who I really liked and was a miss. He really didn't continue the breakout kind of path that I hoped for. He's performed as of late, but the indicators are not buying it. That's Detmers. Bradford is really just going to open. I think he may get one time through the order. He's been okay at times, but he gets rocked when he misses. 12% bow rate, almost two home nine for Bradford. Detmers, again, I shouldn't have made him sound bad. 4-6 ERA, 135 whip, kind of just the guy. 26K to 9 walk, just the guy. 36 ground ball, 45 ball, kind of just the guy. You know, 36 hard hit, 41 on Savant, just the guy. Lefties have kind of crushed him. Hopefully that'll correct next year. I might buy back in on Detmers. But right now, this one I'm just not touching. If again, are the Rangers probably going to win? Yeah, oh, there's the Tigers. You know, you want to bet the Tigers are going to win because Olsen's on the bump? Yeah, they probably get it done, but the offense sucks. You want to bet on Texas because you think they're going to win because the offense has been really good, which it has. 832 team OPS, 11% walk, 36 hard hit on Fangrass, right? Remember, BIS, that's super high. 354 Woba, 124 WRC+. Plus. Texas is a great, another great example of using the two accounts, the two accounting measures of hard hit rate, right? BIS, which is subjective or at least has a subjective element to a proprietary algorithm. Boy, that sounded smart. And then Savant, which uses a raw 95-mile-an-hour metric. So 38.5% on Savant is is pretty low. It's right around average. Again, I have these things formatted. That's how I know. But the 37 hard hit... I'm sorry, 36. So 36.2 of 38.6 being hard hit really good, meaning the balls that they elevate their hitting hard, right? Because that, that's a lot. We're gonna, that's like off-season fantasy stuff. Follow me. <laughs> so if you like Texas, you like Texas. But again, you, you're relying on quite a bit. The bullpen, not very good. But right now, the LA offense, like, historically bad. 15% swing and strike, 34% K rate as a team right now. Over 500 plate appearances. That, this is ridiculous. That gets you, you know, on the midnight train to Tuscaloosa. So, again, if you want to bet the... Texas Rangers, this is a better day to get at 165. Minus 165, not a great price. Next up, Seth Lugo and the Friar Tucks, those Padres, minus 125 on the road against Kyle Harrison and the Giants. Is it is it a wrap for the Padres? I think so. I'm just scanning really quick. Yeah, it's a wrap for the Padres. Funny. It's really, really close. They have, 
you know, 80 wins. So it's not even a, I'm sorry, San Diego has 77 wins, which kind of sucks. What a letdown. <laughs> but they would have to jump through any team. So they're out of it. Maybe that's an explainer for the price. They were on a bit of a heater and then dropped some heartbreakers. That's kind of been the story of their season. But right now, the offense has been excellent. Harrison for San Fran, a ton of like upside here, right? So he's flashing in points with stuff that you're like, whoa. Like this guy will go out and give you single innings that you're like, holy crap, yo. This guy's sick. He's got sick potential. But, 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 like big shaking butt. The control is just not there. And then when he forces it in, he gets into a lot of trouble. So check it out, right? So 24.5K, 17 KBB, 30 CSW, 26 whiff. Not not bad, right? Not like the 7% walk is indicative of terrible control, however. 58 first strike, he's failing to get ahead. Combined with 30 O swings, so he's not inducing chases, right? The opposite of the bully. He misses 8.7% of the time. That's a center box on Savant. That's the one control metric I care about. Now, granted, Harrison does does have the type of stuff that can survive in the middle of the zone. He's getting elevated 50% of the time. Double-digit barrel is 2.5 home or not, right? So there, it, there are ways. I know it's a ton of, of stats, but hopefully one of the things you get here is the way to kind of piece these together to try and understand a little bit better the underpinnings of what's going on with these profiles. Because the fake cappers take one stat and this is like the thing, and it's that's not it, right? You know, the the quilt, the tapestry, this is the way. So I like Lugo, but I don't know what they're gonna be playing for. And I like Harrison, but I don't know which version of him you're gonna get. The San Fran offense is almost impossible to back. They're like I said, this one's just a cross-off for me. The giant bullpen's also struggling, but the underpinning stuff is not terrible. So don't be shocked. It's not an ER, right? Bullpen's not an ERA game. If you're modeling by bullpen ERA, you're absolutely doing it wrong. So I'm crossing it off. Next up, going to be a good one. Six series. Six series. Last but not as close as I hope. JV looking like vintage. But today it's Christian Javier on the bump for the Astros. Plus 130. Dog on the road versus the pickle. George Kirby and the Mariners. I mean, I'm a Kirby guy through and through. Javier, my other really big miss this year. I thought he was going to be awesome. I thought we were talking like a legit. talking Cy Young. Potential upside on a permanent basis, and I could not have been more wrong. Javier has been a struggle the entire season. The Sierra up near five, only 23% K, 25 CSW, 38 ball, and 54 first strike. Just a really poor disciplinary profile, and he's been terrible on the road the entire year. 5-4 ERA, 5-4 X-52, homer 9, with a 5-3 ERA last 40 days for Javier. Yikes. The pickle is the man, right? Two and a half percent, two and a half percent walk rate over 179 innings, bananas, you. And he's phenomenal at the crib. Kirby with a 606 OPS, 310 ERA, and one flat homer nine. At home, I mean, 140 is like a little out of range for me to go up against Houston's offense, which is rolling right now. Seattle offense went back into the tank. We've been talking about their disciplinary struggles all year. They're showing the bottom belly of that strikeout problem. So I'm not touching this one. I do like Kirby. I don't like Javier, but the Houston offense right now is, you know, scoring off of anybody there. They're a legit good team. They're ready for the playoffs now. They're playing their best. Everyone is confident. They know in a close game they're going to score. They don't care who you have because they're going to put together good at bats. They're going to force 
contact and then capitalize on it. Houston as a team, 20K to 10 walk. 10 swinging strike, 88 zone contact, right? For a team that you know has Tucker and Bregman and Alvarez. So you're getting high quality contact as well. Moving on to the last one. Again, this is the back end of a double header. I can't, you can't even find this one. I got Bobby Miller and Ryan Felder. So, you know, you can put, put that in the garbage parlay bin. Like, that one's like game, game two Dodgers and the Twins. Right? That over game and the Miller game are going to get modeled to the to the balls, you know, and they're going to be juiced to the gills as well. So I would say, I would say, um, here's your kind of donkey pairing for the people later on in the day. That'll do it, everybody. Wow, what a show. Almost pitched the perfect game. I the hiccup with the mute button. That's what happens, you know. I pulled a Robbie Ray right there. You know, finished complete game, but three earned runs, like 13 Ks. Walk, walk homer, baby. That's what happens. Can't be talking on the mute button. Not if you're going to be a pro. So I'm going to watch the tape and hopefully get a little bit better tomorrow. Thank you all so much. All kidding aside, love you so, so much. So for Mr. Cooper, best ad read slash producer slash good guy in the game. And me, hopefully something good. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know, man. Hopefully there's something good going on. Thousand of you subscribe to the channel. Appreciate it. If you haven't, you got to do it before we get out of here. We're going to do some playoff stuff, but before we get out of here, come on, man. Focus up with the subscription. That's my best argument to bring this show back next year, and it's free. And if it's free, it's for me. So we're across that 45-minute mark, and that's pretty much it, Jay. Do the quick scroll. Jay is doing the quick scroll. What a guy. And we're in the green on the season. I can't believe we, 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 we pulled the carcass across the finish line, but that should really be a testament to the consistency of my work. I think at the very least is that, you know, I like, I forget all the stupid smart jokes and all that stuff. We don't throw the ball right. We don't swing the bat, but we do control our work ethic, our attitude, win or lose, and our, you know, entire disposition, how we approach the game, the work, the theory, and our ability to, you know, take blows, take losses, and keep pushing forward through the trenches. So, from everybody here at Call to the Pen, it's been a wonderful season. Last Taco Tuesday of the regular season. BGC, we see you. Thank you, everybody, so much for jumping in the room. I try and shout you out as much as I can. All right, check out the pod. Five-star reviews. Check us out on Twitter. Call to the Pen and John Legaza. Keep an eye out for the football stuff. Jay's got a show on Forward Progress. i making the Caboose appearance on Forward Progress with Big George on Fridays with that smoke. And we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for picking up what we're putting down. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy the pay. And remember that when you work this hard, it's a lot less like luck, yo. See you tomorrow. Peace.